talk in the series of talks which are about sexuality and the area of relationship. And in this talk with you this evening, I would like to, if I may, address the talk primarily to, to men and, and in speaking about some of the aspects of our relationship to women, um, would like you to appreciate, of course, that in such a talk one is speaking in certain generalities, but I would like to speak about some of the patterns of mind which we experience and which arise in relationship with quite some frequency. And therefore through the talk, the dynamic of, of the talk, it may hopefully, possibly, be a little bit useful to us <coughs> in terms of becoming deeply aware of the influences taking place in our minds which affect our relationship to others, to women. Firstly, it is necessary and important for us to be aware as men, as adults, of the enormous number of privileges which have been conferred upon us by the very society and system of thought and belief in which we live. And these privileges which we have all too often and all too frequently we simply take for granted. And because we take these privileges for granted, because we've got used to them, we've grown up with them, we hardly think about them. And as, as it is so often in life, in taking anything for, gran for granted, there is all too often an unquestioning obedience to them, and we don't see the impact of these privileges in our society, and in this case, particularly in our relationship to women. We only have to look, just in general terms, how the large body, as many, probably everyone certainly here has known and has seen for some time, how the large body of power, for example, in all the major institutions rests primarily in our hands. And that starting right from the right from the top and working through practically every major area of society in every institution we as men predominate and sometimes we predominate to what can only be described as an, uh, an alarming degree and we have taken this position for granted and women and more and more women thankfully are becoming increasingly aware of this state of privilege which we have. 
Not only does it show itself, of course, in the major institutions, but, and of course there are exceptions, that it also shows, shows itself in the ordinary, everyday interaction which we have. It shows itself that we as, as men have much greater freedom to move, to do things, to go, to go out of night. And of course in the traditional nuclear household, the, the father comes home from work, he sits at what is called the head of the table, facing his property, his possessions. Not only does it sh show itself in those ways, but it also shows, it shows itself that some of the more destructive tendencies which we as men have often get expressed in our relationship to women, often through thought, through emotion, through speech, and sometimes through action. And one sees, and one only has to consider, for example, America, that every year more than half a million women in this country are attacked. The situation of violence perpetuating is coming from ourselves, so often, of course, with it, latent fear, unresolved problems, aggressions, etc., etc., etc. And women of all ages and, and, and from all sorts of backgrounds become, come to be on the receiving end of these forms of aggression. And we often like to think, of course, in our egotistical way, that we are not part and parcel of any, any of that, but in many ways we can express that latent form of aggression towards women. I wonder, for example, how many of us are innocent of a situation where perhaps we have attempted to coerce through all manner of manipulation some kind of physical contact with a woman. It's the situation of the latent tendency to manipulate, to fashion in some way or other, according to one's will, some desirable end in which there is a lack of awareness and consideration for, the, for that person, that woman, who is on the receiving end of this form of tendency. Not only does this coercion and aggression sh show itself in such forms, but it also shows itself in the often blanket reaction which we have, in which we, say we make some remark to women publicly amongst, amongst men friends, sometimes to the woman herself, sometimes inwardly, in which there is the deliberate attempt to undermine that person. We use, some, some, we use uh, an expletive, we, we use some, some form of, of language which in that action and in our reaction is one more expression in our society of power and domination over that person. And so much of this 
in other words, can be in our life either at the very gross level in terms of violence and aggression or, and of course, right down to these much more subtle forms. And a life of awareness and affection and love looks with great care and sensitivity and therefore we as men need to surely look much more carefully than we do. And so, and so, easy, so often and so easy we tend to rationalise away so much of our actions in our relationship to women. This, this conditioning which we have, this kind of socialization one might describe of our mind, in other words, the raw, repetitive, mechanical processes which take work, that, that kind of conditioning, so often because we, we're not sufficiently aware of it, it means we're not aware of the impact. It means we're simply not aware of the very way that our brain cells act. And in a society where what is referred to as sex has become a, a product, something marketable, us as, as men have become, of course, very much affected by that very much affected that, that, the, that the media in all of its forms, in its impact upon our own sense stores and inwardly affects our perception and our relationship to women. And this, and, the, the, and being affected by that, plus of course our own personal past, often shows itself, as again has often been said, in converting a woman into an object. And that kind of conversion that we make takes place often largely unconsciously in which, for example, we may simply focus our mind on some aspect of a, of a woman. We focus on the breast, we focus on the backside, focus on on, on the legs, on the figure, or whatever. And in that time of taking that up and seizing hold of that, we create for ourselves a blind spot in our relationship. And in creating that blind spot, that makes for all manner of insensitivity. And in a society where sex is something which is marketable. More and more women are on the receiving end of this kind of relationship. And one might describe that, though surely for many, for many, for many men here who are concerned about these issues, who are concerned about living with love and awareness and sensitivity. Hopefully many men are, are, are but not only aware but truly concerned about the way that our mind is conditioned in that way and to look at it, to, to transcend it, to try to look and live life in a 
radically different way altogether. Not only does it show it itself in the more aggressive forms of communication and manipulation, but also so often where, because of some end in mind, some kind of questionable end in mind in our relationship, we really seem to stop to look carefully at the person we are speaking to, at the person we are, we are communicating with. And when we stop to do that, particularly in the area of sexuality, we make, perhaps unknowingly to ourselves, a division. We make a division in which emotion and feelings and the heart become superfluous. And we convert the person in terms of the, the sexual action as the primary one, and the rest we actually choose to ignore. And, and we as men in different times and different situations fall into that pattern. We don't consider the personal side, we don't consider the emotions and the feelings, we just consider the sex, the object. And that is so often for a very simple, simple reason. That we as men, in our conditioned mind, have lost touch with our feelings. We've lost touch with our heart. We've, lo we've, lost, we've lost touch with our deeper inner emotions. And because we have lost touch with that, of course it shows itself in relationships. In our looking in the areas of our, of our relationship, and again, just mentioning and just bringing to mind dif different aspects. In, in looking, looking at our relationship, one of the things which becomes apparent to us in our, in our relationship to, to women is, is how For a number of, of men, and again, one area to see, does this, that which is being said, does, does that apply to myself? Do, do I see this kind of pattern in, in myself? One of the common patterns and, and roles which we as men fall into is this one of the desire, in some way or other, to dominate. In other words, we see that looking on the larger scale that the influence of a society where, where men have most of the power, and that works on the general, but it's not only to see that, though it's very essential to see that, but to see too, does that model, does that concept of relationship apply to ourselves in our relationship to women? And that, that, can, that includes, of course, one's lover, that in, inclu in, includes neighbours, that includes people that we work with, that, in, that includes person that we meet at a party. The whole, the whole spectrum to be included. And one of the typical tendencies and conditionings that we have as men is this strong desire to dominate, to, to rule over. 
And that can show itself in many ways, one of them being, of course, the strong desire to, to impress. It can, sh it, it can show itself in the strong desire to control. And to make another person acquiesce or be subservient to our will or to always agree with us or always to do what we want that person to do, in which really, in that kind of power and tendency to dominate, we are denying, we are asserting our own privileges, which means of course our own conditioned mind, and in doing that we are correspondingly denying the relinquishing of power, the relinquishing of control, and denying the opportunity for a woman to express herself, her needs, her interests, what she wishes to do. And we fall into this pattern of domination all too quickly. And, the, and of course, of course it goes vice versa, but in speaking to us as men it perhaps helps to make it a little bit more personal. This tendency to dominate is one of the corrupting influences of our mind and what that means in changing that, of course, is sacrifice. It means, as we hear in different areas of our life, it means the growing capacity in life to be able to let go, to stop, to look and to listen. To listen, in other words, that in our relationship to the feelings and the concern of the other person. And this, this inability for us as men to do, to do that, because of all that's going on inside, becomes one of the factors which is so destructive in our relationship. And part of the reason why we have such a problem in being listening, in being flexible, in, in, in being concerned and, and interested in women, is our pride. The pride, there's so much pride at work with us as men. And the pride, it, show, it shows itself not only in the aggressive pride, the in which one attacks and belittles and undermines, but in, in, in the pride which simply refuses to observe. It's in the pride which refuses to take into consideration the total situation. And so, so often, this applies in personal relationship and in other areas, that when a woman does give us some feedback, does say, you are this is what you are doing, or you are like this, and so forth, it seems to bring up so quickly in us, because of this pride, such a reaction that we tend to do one of two things. We, 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 either, we either go bananas defending ourselves <laughs> on the one side, or the reaction is so strong inside of ourselves that we can't tolerate this criticism we, 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 because we've had privilege, and privileged people don't like to be criticised. <laughs> and because we can't tolerate this state of 
being criticised, one of the first reactions we do is we attack back. And in that attack and defend system, we express our own intolerance. And how easy and how often and, and, and how many times in our, in our relationship towards women have we done that? So self-knowledge and self-understanding and self in, in this area, and it's a very, very vast area, and in the space of a short talk, I know it can only touch on a few aspects of it, obviously. But in, a, in, su in such a, an area as this, it really requires a real self-knowledge and self-understanding. Seeing that pride and all the accompanying things that tend to go along with it, prevent harmonious relationship. And it's not only the pride which stops us from, from doing a work which we feel is menial or whatever, and, and, and because we have become judgmental about that, as so often we do, we push the lesser work where to women because of feeling, well, that's, that, that's, that's their place. And in many, many ways we tend to, to do that. There are many, many tasks which we can do, which we refuse to do. And it's not just enough to, to think that one, that one is concerned about sexism by putting one's hands in the, in the dishes at night and washing them. One has got to go considerably further than that little step. <laughs> and so in, look, in looking at our, at our relationship, it is seeing really where, where we show and express privileges. That surely, th th therein is an, is an important factor. Where we take things, where we assume something, and when we assume something, we don't consider. And it requires self-knowledge and, and insight and, and for us as men for, for to, to, to really, really, really look at our, ourselves in, 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 in this area. And each person, each one of us has a long, long way to go. In, look, in looking at that, so often, particularly in personal relationships, any kind of criticism we also tend to take it so easily as some kind of personal rejection. And or our own self-interest is so much to the foreground, is, is, so, is so predominant that, we're, again, we're quite unaware of the other's needs. And so that may show itself in that we consider our work and our studies and our play and our entertainment, and our career, and all of that really more important. So what we do, we switch a massive amount of energy in that area, and then when we are asked, well, why are you doing that? You know, when we are asked about why are, what about our relationship, we so often, we, we don't we, 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 we react and say, oh, whatever. 
and we just start getting irritable and negative and then outcomes and expletive or whatever or a dismissal or whatever. Because we can't so often listen to the reality. And when not only does that apply to in, the pers in our personal re relationship, it also ap applies, of course, equally and just as frequently, even when there is love and affection and, and, and care, even in the field of sexuality. That, that, e that even in this, in this area too, for a whole variety of, of reasons, at particular times, the person that we are living with and sharing with and have a relationship may not wish to engage in, uh, in a sexual relationship. And, so bec and, and we take that so personally. And, so we and, and that happens and we pull the sheet over and <laughs> face the other direction. <laughs> and, we, and we think that we're just, that we're the cat's whiskers. <laughs> and that this person simply isn't cooperating with us. And, we, and again, it is one further expression of our conceit and arrogance that the world, including women, is made to fit our personal wishes. That is the old privilege, once again, uh, revealing and showing itself in, in that area. And, and our mind, with its conceit, it, it, it comes up and it's just blocked out to that person. All of that. Things really for us to, 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 look, to, to, look, to look at carefully. Or is it that perhaps what I'm saying no longer applies to any of the men here and they've <laughs> transcended all this? <laughs> Similarly, in looking at this area of our, of our relationship, there are also aspects of it which for us are so typical, particularly where we, where we have this, uh, this mental disease of domination, that where that is actually op operating in, in some way or other, whether it, it's through some form of um, the conceit of being expressing a certain familiarity uh, with a woman that we, hard, that we hardly know, that kind of arrogance and conceit, which many, many women day in and day out have to deal with when they go to the shops, when they go to a restaurant, when they're walking down the street or whatever. Because the society is so wretchedly perverse, that, that, that the, the, the large bulk of people are women who are on the, res on the receiving end of that with the remark, with the look, and, and, and with, with the, the familiarities which is born of a corrupt mind. But not only does it show, is obviously is it showing itself out there in the streets in many, many different ways which women have to face, but also, of course, it, sho it, show it shows itself in our own personal life. It shows itself in the kind of mind which comes up for ourselves, which shows a lack of respect, a lack of affection, 
a lack of awareness. And it, sh and it tells, it doesn't say that kind of um, attitude of, of mind of which seeks to take advantage of. It doesn't show anything about the women. It shows far, far more about ourselves. And of course, in looking at this, it is, it is, no, it is not a question of looking or hearing or thinking and then creating a lot of guilt feelings about, about it. It's much, 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 much more important <coughs> for us is to looking and to, to see the reality of that, to see what kind of alternatives there are to this kind of mind, and that means how we can be more aware, more, more sensitive. In learning to be more aware and more sensitive, we have to start with ourselves. We have to see wherein, in what ways, these patterns of privilege and conditioned mind and so forth are actually, actually showing themselves. I think we have to, as men, and I consider this one of the most important things, I think we have to learn more carefully and more deeply to really listen to what women have to say to us. And to me this is one, this is one of the major, a major key. To listen and some of us have had the great blessing to be able to do this, but each one of us can do this. It's the, the, the willingness to, to listen and to learn, to hear from them personally about their feelings, about their concerns, about the way that they are, way that they are treated in many times, in many situations. And, and, and through that and through communication, through discussing, through expressing concern, through the examination of, uh, of the privileges which we hold and cherish and buy into, through reading, and there's certainly a great deal of informative reading in these areas, all of that can help to increase our awareness. And it's not I enough to use, which we so often use, the kind of rationale, yes, but we're, we're, we are oppressed too, and we are like this, and we are like that. That is one more avoidance. Situa situation is that we are, have been traditionally in the better off position. And therefore it is up to us to, to look and examine. And we have to start where we are. Where else can we start? Also, in, in this area, because as was mentioned a little while ago, more and more women are becoming aware of this situation and, and seeing change. Of course, unless we have self-knowledge and self-understanding and appreciation, we are threatened by it. Make no mistake about it. Our little privileges, those potty, silly little things we cling on to, are going to, are going to go. Either we understand this or they go painfully. And so often in our, in our relationship, where a woman has felt very much bound, bound to the home, bound to the kids, bound to the role, bound to, to, to serving the man in nu numerous ways, in that way that 
we take for granted in different situations. Where the woman begins to question that, and say, well, do I want to spend my whole life in that way? Or do I want, am I going to look and, qu- and question that? And where a woman begins to find and discover alternatives, her personhood, her interests, and, and begins to explore that, so often we feel threatened by it. Oh no, no, she's becoming independent, what am I going to do? <laughs> and so we, 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 we play, um, uh, we, we say kind of publicly, oh yes, yes, the, 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 the women's movement is an important movement, etc., etc. But so often, because of our clinging or our, our lack of understanding, we find it difficult to appreciate that in our own relationship. We find it difficult to pr- appreciate the woman exploring, a woman exploring her interests. And if we understand the necessity and the, import- the importance of that, it's liberating for both of us. It's liberating and freeing for both genders because we're not going to be so, so bound. And surely progressive thinking in life in, in among, among the many areas that it includes, it, in, it, in, it includes, as is often has been referred to here, it includes the critical and comprehensive examination of our roles. And what, at any kind of level, hierarchical and, and so forth, and the role in personal relationships. And the willingness to examine and see that is really is just a, a, a front, really is just a kind of mind creation, can allow us, in seeing through the role, see the person. And relationship, not only of course requires we understand ourselves, but also equally begin to understand much more that other person that other person that we meet, that we talk to, that we have contact with, <laughs> that other person who hasn't had all the advantages in many different ways that we have had. When our mind begins to move in the area of, of, the, of the habit and, and, and the old reaction, when, when our mind begins to, to, to move in some form of aggressive or negative or attacking or disparaging role or, or shape, and we begin to express that somehow <coughs> to, to a woman so easily that when, that when we begin to do that, and then we off so easily as men, we often say things to a woman, especially in close personal relationship, which in fact we don't really feel. We perhaps we don't we don't really mean it. But we act, we just because we're negative in our in our conditioning, we just throw something so a negative statement out to this person. And then when a little while goes by and the woman quite rightly brings it up. And she says, why did, you s- why did you say that? You think, oh, Christ. <laughs> and then you say, and then and one reacts that, well, why do you bring, always bring these things up from the past? And, 
And once again, we are seeking, in other words, to keep asserting ourselves. We say something, we sometimes we, 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 we're, we're ruthless and insensitive and we mean it, or we say it and we don't mean it, but then when we are questioned about it at the time or, uh, or after, from that reaction, we react once more. That only says more about ourselves. And so easily, as one notices again and again, that when a person, and again was in this area, when a person, in this case, let us say a, a, a woman, and, and here is a situation where we're coming across in this old familiar pattern and therefore bringing with it a certain pressure, a, the pressure which wants the person to conform to our perception of how they should act, how they should speak, how, what they should do, etc., etc. In other words, that we uphold these utterly unreal standards, which we ourselves have not a hope ever maintaining, but we expect it from the person who we have a relationship or, or whatever. And we bring, we bring in this standard, we create an atmosphere which is unpleasant, we throw this pressure out for some, for some way or other, for something the person did or didn't do or whatever, sometimes coming across with a lot of anger and rejection, or, some, or sometimes just by a, a, a wretched silence. And we wonder why, after throwing out all of this pressure, that this person that we're in a relationship with decides to withdraw. We wonder why this person decides not to say anything. Because of having been possibly hurt so many times and suffered silently or in other ways from what we have said or in some cases from what other men have said and therefore it's rather, rather, rather vulnerable and we carry on that same pattern. And, and the person becomes quiet, silent, and, and, and w w with withdraws and doesn't wish to speak. And because we've been laying this pressure on, and then we ask ourselves, we ask, well, what's the matter with you? And once, and once again, we're not willing in our life to accept what we are doing. So often we, it's difficult for us to accept this personal responsibility for our action, for, for, for our part. <coughs> and so when the person does become quiet or, or with withdraws or, or in any way that they may, may, that may show itself, we can't take it. And sometimes some people, of course, have a tendency which in, it tends to increase this with withdrawal and and difficulty is, is the tendency of mind, which is quite predominant, is the tendency to blame oneself. And here problems in, 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 in relationship is, is, is an, uh, an area in which the totality of it is to be considered. And, 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 and in these particular areas, of course, 
There is so much which we, as, as men, hopefully endeavouring to live with greater awareness, need to examine. Not to, not to keep falling back on our defence systems. Not to keep falling back on the conclusions and the assumptions and the, and the self-righteousness and all of that which so easily can come in. And it's all conditioning, socialised, condition, conditioned mind. So in, in, in looking at some, of the, at some of the many actualities of our own existence, in, in inquiry and in reflection, all, all of that can make a really useful contribution in life and a real meaning one for inner and social change towards living with much greater sensitivity. The kind of sensitivity which is required from us is the sensitivity in which we become really aware of our impact on the feelings and on the emotions of another person. Really, really, really conscious and aware of what we say and what sort of effect that has on, on another person, on our friend, on our partner. Ha how the words so easily can hurt. And when we've hurt someone, then we've hurt them again, and we've hurt them again, and we've, and we've hurt them again. We can, we can do that and we don't even know it. And one of the ways that that shows itself is very simple that person who is on the receiving end of our undermining, of our abuse, of our ignoring, becomes, in that relationship, increasingly more unhappy. That is the fruit of it. That is the product of it. Increasing amount, increasing degrees of unhappiness beginning to pervade the whole consciousness. Do we ever find time in our life to, to stop? To stop passing judgment, to stop throwing it out and back at another, and to look, what's our part in all of this? What's happening in myself, in my relationship to another? How much, how often, in what ways do I express to any person, to any, any woman, respect. How do I, do I show that? How, how do I show that? How do I show warmth, affection, friendliness, in an undemanding way? How, 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 do, I, how do I express, how am I going to find ways and means to look at these privileges which I cherish, which have been conferred upon me because of my sex, how am I going to look at, look at that very, very carefully? So that, that our consciousness really is, is, is radicalised by this. And in that radicalisation of our consciousness, there is love. 
there is awareness. There is deep communion between men and women. May all men see into themselves. May all men know themselves. May all beings live with love and affection. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.